Welcome to the Treat Your Business podcast with Katie Bell. I am Katie, and this is the place to learn the strategies, tactics, tools, and mindset needed to build your clinical studio into a business that gives you the time, money, energy, and fulfillment you want and deserve. My team and I work every day with overwhelmed and exhausted clinic owners like you to shift them from a business that is a huge time and energy drain and is not giving them the income they want to confident clinic owners that are making money, saving money, and getting time back in their lives. So if this sounds like something you want, let's dive in. This podcast is sponsored by HMDG, the leading digital marketing agency for clinic owners in the UK. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Treat Your Business podcast. I am your host, Katie Bell, and I am super excited to be joined again by Michael Schumacher, who is going to be talking to us about this whole thing that we we seem to do as clinic owners, where we we're forcing and creating this wanting to um create this demand where you're saying we have to respond to it we have to be visible and we're coming towards whenever you're going to be guys are going to be listening to this episode we are recording this in november so we are heading into the end of the year where we're all starting to think about or we should be thinking about what is our 2024 strategy where are we trying to take our clinics what is our growth plan what is our marketing strategy and we've been talking a lot this month about where you spend your time. And we're going to, we really encourage our clients at this time of year to reflect on what's gone well for them in 2023 and what hasn't gone so well and what they want to change in 2024. So, Michael, you're going to be talking to us today about this whole kind of multi layered visibility and how people buy from people. And we forget that, don't we? we we're so concerned about oh do I need to be running a Facebook ad or do I need to be pushing this thing out on Instagram or posting this on social media so Michael welcome back to this uh, to this podcast we're super excited to have you everybody loves your episodes they're always there the, the most popular ones that people download so tell us a little bit more about what you mean around stop creating demand but respond to it Okay, thanks, Katie. So today, I'm actually going to have a bit of a moan. Uh, I wrote an article a while back. You can find it on a website. It was called something like, "Let's can we all stop talking about leads? I am sick and tired of seeing stupid Facebook adverts for physios and chiropractors offering free stuff. It is an absolute nonsense, and I see people doing it every single day, and enough is enough. What is it people are actually doing when they're running those ads? Well, here's what they're attempting to do. They're saying, I need to find people who require my business and I'm going to get them in the clinic. Okay, seems like a reasonable idea. Here's the problem. Number one, you don't need to find people. Number two, you can't find people because you can't target properly. If you're trying to sell a pair of trainers, much, much easier. Here's the big, big problem with it. You have to offer discounting. You have to offer promises that you probably can't fill. And you are out there making the profession look shit, making yourself, making your own brand look cheap. It is the absolute worst. And the other thing is it's, it's, it's all about funnels. Funnels, if you, had a, a, if you had a diet pill that you wanted to sell, an nonsense diet pill, this is how you do it. You build funnels out, guaranteed, da, 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 da. come and leave your details. Wonderful, but you're not selling diet pills. 
you want to be known as serious businesses. And think about the serious businesses out there. You don't see other companies doing the same thing. And you certainly, if you think about the best clinics, and I, I know clinics, we have plenty of clinics making, believe it or not, 50, 60, 70,000 pound net profit a month. Not one of them has ever gone down this route. It is damaging the brand. It's damaging the, the profession. And you all moan about how oh, I can't charge enough for my appointments. Because that's because every person out there is offering free appointments and free scans and free checks and free MATs and free this and discounted that. Stop it. There's, there's, there's no need. And here's why. If you went and stood outside of your local train station with a placard that said, if you're in pain, I'm a physio, you would get more patients and better patients, and, and I'm going to qualify better, patients who are going to stick to your rehab and have money and have a problem. You're going to get better business by doing that than doing Facebook ads, quite honestly, because at least you can have a conversation with them. But right now, in any town, there are going to be tens of thousands of people. Maybe in town, city, even small, you know, more rural areas, it's thousands. There are thousands of people looking for your service. If you are running Facebook ads and you are offering free appointments, then quite honestly, and I mean this, your business is broken. Now, there are, yes, always outliers. We sometimes run them if a clinic is really, really struggling. If they, let's say, just hired three new associates and they're like, we can't get busy. Okay, we'll do something that's free. But if you're a serious clinic that's been around a couple of years and you're running this nonsense, then you're doing everything else wrong. Because if, let's let's take your average website. Your average website should be getting between two and 5,000 visits a month. If you converted 5% of those, I don't think any of you could cope. The problem is, number one, you're not being found properly. Number two, your websites are terrible. We've talked on another podcast about making sure your website's good, making sure it does all the things that it needs to and so on. If your visibility is there and your website is built properly and you know, you're responding to Google searches through Google Ads and through your SEO, there's no need for any of the other stuff. And you can test this. Go and type in emergency plumber and see, or emergency electrician, see how quick you can get an appointment from the top three. We've got plenty of clinics who have got waiting lists, but that's because they do that stuff properly. The moment, you know, I, 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 I know it's tempting. I know it's really, really tempting. You're a small business, even medium-sized business. And some guy you see on Facebook um, who's, who, you know, is all very smooth and, and starts giving you numbers like seven times, ten times. Um, normally, there's every red flag under the – every red flag. It's like, um, I can't remember, patient, unique patient generation system. All of this crap. It's very tempting. It's, it is. It is very tempting. What I want you to do, actually, and this is kind of around choosing a marketing agency, but with, with these idiots that are running all this stuff, and some of them are actually, I, I, idiots is the wrong word, marketing idiots. Some of them are actually quite nice people because I know one or two. Um, but the people with this idiotic marketing strategy, go and look at their company's house. Because I know one company that does a lot of Facebook ads. In fact, two at the moment are doing them. They're doing them. Go look at their company's house. 
If a company's got four grand in its bank account and claims to be generating the, the most recent one, I won't mention, although they have the money to sue me, I probably should. Um, the most recent one, they're, they're claiming they've made nine million pounds for their for their page for their clients. They've been around it for I think thirteen months, and they got five grand in the bank account. Now we have actually generated nine million. For our, for our clients. But I, I, I'll never say that on our website. I'll never guarantee. It, it, it's not how you do it. You sell on the quality the same way that you should be selling rather than, you know, we're really experienced, brilliant practitioners. That's way better than we can get you fixed tomorrow with our unique back pain system. Um, it's, 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 it's infuriating, but I get the silver bullet. I, I do get it. You're struggling. The patients aren't there. If you just run this little campaign, you get a load of people through, sure. And do you know what? It works. Works for a month. Works for two months. But you can only saturate people for so long. If you constantly run ads, if you spend two, three hundred pounds a month on, on Facebook ads, you can hit everybody in your location two, three times. You spend a thousand pounds, oh my God, you're going to piss people off. Stop it. It's making, again, it's just making you. We we have a, a particular clinic who did this stuff before they joined us. They came to us. It it took us eighteen months to get them more get get their reputation back in the local market because everyone knew them as the cheap physio. We've got another clinic. I, I, I mentioned him on on one of our customer things the other day. Um, really lovely guy. He came on board. He was a one man band. Really struggling. Um, and it, he he stayed with us for about three months. And I said, look, you've got to give it time. There are no silver bullets. We will get this to work for you. He said, Michael, after about four months, Michael, I'm going to go to one of these companies you don't recommend. I said, listen, business decisions are business decisions. We'll stay friends. Off you go. Comes back about six months later. And he says, well, I've got a lot of patients through, but I didn't make any money because none of them came back. Everything was cheap or free. And now I'm struggling getting full pain patients in. I chatted to him the other day. He's only a one-man band in a small room. He's now making, I won't give you the exact numbers, but £10,000 and some net profit per month, net. Now, he hasn't paid himself out of that, so it's not really sort of net, but £10,000 that he can use. And he's done that because he, he stuck to doing the foundational things he stuck to doing the right things, making sure his website was right, making sure he was visible. Make, and it, all of this takes time. I always say it's like losing weight. You don't do that in three days. You can crash diet, but it's no good for your body. It's no good for your business to crash diet on Facebook ads. So, And, and so, yes, I understand all of that. Stop doing them, though. Um, and think about, again, the demand that is already out there. You can do these searches. I looked recently. It was like in... Birmingham, I think it was like 18,000 people looked for physio. Now, there are like 30 clinics in Birmingham. 18,000 people, you couldn't deal with the amount of patients that, that you could get if you were really visible. And do those searches yourself. Are you visible for back pain treatment? Are you visible for sciatica treatment? Are you visible? Where are you on physio near me? Where are you on physiotherapy near me? Best physiotherapist in. Um, private physiotherapy. Where are you for all those search terms? Because, you know, some might be up here, but all of them have volume. If you get them all to number one, you will not have room. So the demand is there. Stop trying to generate and create it through cheap offers. 
respond to it by having great SEO, great website, and good Google ads. There is more to it than that. There's lots of extra cool things you can do. and But those are the key, you know, we talked about the 80-20 thing in another podcast. That there, we have clinics who are making millions of pounds. That is all they do. Run over. Sorry, I went off on one there. No, I love it. I love it, Michael, because it's so true. And a lot of clinic owners will then look for all the external reasons why there isn't the demand. It will be, well, you know, um, numbers are down or um, always because we've got a war going on or because we've got this going on. And yes, there are always variables. There are always seasonal slight movements in the market. But when you when you are consistent with your approach, which Facebook is not a consistent approach to have, when you're consistent with your website, with your ads, with what you're spending your time on, and you stick with it long enough and don't be the, the magpie that just dives from one thing to the next, you will then start to see the results and the rewards. Absolutely. And, and there's a few clients that we share. And uh, I went to who, but we've got someone, they sent me a message not so long ago. In fact, there's two. And one sent me a message saying, I can't believe I'm so busy. I've never been so busy in my life. And it doesn't, it's not, it's not a silver bullet. It took a long time. Um, another one actually once said, oh, we can stop running ads now. And I was like, oh, my God. And you know who you are if you're listening. Um, and it was like, no, you reduce them. You don't stop running them. You want that consistency. But it's not magic. It really isn't. It's it, I, I, Marketing is genuinely like weight loss. Yes, you can get some quick wins and you can get that low-hanging fruit. But you've got to think about it. And you've got to go long-term on it. It doesn't mean that, you know, I always say this, you run Google Ads month to month, we'll get you results. We absolutely will. But they won't be as good as in month six and month eight and month nine. So you've got to stick with it and you've got to... I, I, another thing I'd say: stop reading self-help books because we get too many people reading those, and you know, marketing books and think they know what they're doing. Um, but I, I think um, you know, you've got to really focus on on a lot of the stuff that you do, Katie, because it, it you know it all impacts the marketing. Actually, things like pricing and all of that other stuff it impacts marketing. But you've got to think about the things like you know your website. I, I, you know, no one likes changing their website. I know it's a chore and it sounds really complex and really annoying and all of those things, but it makes such a difference. And, and the rule of thumb is, if your website's two years old, change it. That's a rule of thumb. It's not always the case. But technology moves. Things move. If you go and look at our Instagram, um, oh, I think I posted. I think um, uh, Moco Physiotherapy. I think they work with you. Yeah. Go and have a look at what um, Moco, the Moco website is like and the, and the Moco socials, which does a bit too much on socials, but um, uh, still love you. Um, but you look at what they're achieving through, through really simple stuff, doing amazingly well. And, it, you know, the attention to detail on the website, the, the imagery that she's got, the way she's humanized the, the, the business, all of that. You just that's responding to demand, and you know this idea that you need to go and find unique ways. Whenever anyone says unique to me, I, I just you know there are no nothing's unique anymore. It's all been thunk up. You know um, these are not new techniques. Most of them are actually rehashed from from the eighties, all the all the silly funnels and and so on. Um, I, and I think yeah, stick to. The, the analogy I always use is you see a slightly overweight person in the gym, and they've got a personal trainer, and the personal trainer's got them standing on a BOSU ball with a TheraBand tied to their ankle with a kettlebell in another hand, 
doing pistol squats. You're like, what are you doing? Trying to lose weight. We all know the best way of you losing weight, and that isn't it. You can try and really overcomplicate things. You can really, it, it, and it's not necessary. Marketing for clinics is really simple, and it genuinely is as simple as be at the top of Google, have a great website, have great messaging, run ads, you're done. And if you can take that simplicity into, or like I always say this, if your business is really confusing, if you're like, it's going to be confusing for the clients as well. If your business is running with no consistency and no structure and no systems, it doesn't have to be that difficult. A great business is a simple business. A great business is one that runs off systems and processes and your marketing is exactly the same. And you don't have to be the one to put the process in place because you've been outsourced to somebody like you will do that for you exactly exactly that um sorry for the run it's just it's something that's really um it bothers me every time i see these ads and and it bothers me mainly because we get those people we we had one guy that went with a very famous one of these again i won't mention them they do have enough money um (laughs) they went with one of these famous ones he spent 12 grand with them and they come to us and they're like, we've got no money left, but we need help. And I'm sick and tired of doing Hail Mary, to be honest. It's, it's, it, 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 and it's not the clinic owner's fault. It, it really isn't. You see an ad, it says we can make you a million pounds and you know you can live on a yacht. And I, I get it. Um, but hopefully the more of this that we do, and this it really does not just apply to chiropractors. Chiropractors do it, but physios are doing it more and more. You know, We only have eight vouchers left for this or that. Don't do it. Don't do that. It makes you look stupid. And and actually, the people that fall for it are generally those people that are going after a service on the basis of it being cheap rather than on the basis of I need this service and I want someone who is high level. Because I'll tell you what, I am your perfect patient. I'm 46. I'm falling apart. Everything's wrong with me. I, unlike 20 years ago where I break my ankle and I'm walking around the next day, I'm out. A little twinge in my ankle and I'm out for three months. I've got some money. I've got children, so I want to be around for them. You tell me to, to have six months of treatment and it's going to cost me 10 grand. I'll do it. Someone said to me when I had a, I had a C5, C6 issue, devastating to me personally and, and for the business actually. And uh, someone said, I can fix it for 10 grand. Done. I'll pay you tomorrow. So I am the sort of person that's going to see through all your cheap nonsense. I want to go for the people that the best people, you know. Uh, so yeah, I, I think trying to get the 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 lowest of the low, the people that want cheap stuff, the Groupon type. If anyone has ever used Groupon, how many of you that have used Groupon? Because it's essentially what it is. How many of you, as a person, have used Groupon and gone to that come back to that company more than once? Because the answer is almost zero why because you're going for price not for quality and you're not responding to demand you're going oh i never thought about having some fish eating my feet for whatever it's called yeah that sounds like a good idea you never going back it's 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 a unique one thing um that's why it is unique um but you know if i'm searching for something this is something to really think about here and we call this high intent so there are people that have high intent and people that have medium and low intent. Someone searching for what are the best ways to deal with chronic back pain 
That is medium intent. They may not book with you. They may want to sort of get some information and figure out for themselves. And the answer is go and see a professional. Don't DIY it. Uh, people that don't use us marketing. Um, but the high intent people are the people that are searching because they need an appointment. I, I did this. I was looking for a myofascial, myo, maxofacial surgeon not so long ago. And I, I did a search around. I then asked people. But ultimately, it was a guy that was a business that had a really great uh, website that did everything right. I'm coming on board, and God knows how much it's costing me. Well, I do know how much it's costing me. Um, it's a lot, but I don't care because I'm the right kind of patient. And I, I didn't go, oh, this guy's offering me free fillings for my first filling. I didn't see high-level dentists doing that. Have a free first filling. Two fillings for the price of one. Nonsense. Um, I will stop shouting in anger now. I need to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I I, I hear the passion because I always say, you know, I speak to so, so many clinic owners and they're so worried about putting their prices up. And we've got, we have had people in the past, no no longer, who um, are trying to outcompete others by price. And I say, no, we, we don't do that in our industry. That's that's not what we do. We position ourselves as the best because we are the best. We deliver the best. We we make sure that our clients are very well looked at after. We create a fabulous customer journey. And we look and we solve people's problems. And when a problem needs solving, price is elastic. People will pay whatever they want to get that problem solved. As long as you are, it's- they are associating the value of what you're going to deliver for. It's always priorities. And I, I see this, you know, every day in your own life, you, 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 there are priorities for you as a person, as someone looking for a service. If I, and this is actually why I think tiered pricing is really good. If I have a slightly, I got a click in my knee, that's low priority. Maybe I will see a physio. I'm not going to spend a lot of money. So maybe I'll see one of your junior physios. Is it something to be aware of? Michael, bugger off. It's fine. But if I have um, a, a spinal issue or a disc issue or a rotator cuff issue and I can't lift my arm up, I'm going to go and pay. I don't care if you – in fact, I do care. If you're in London charging less than £100, I'm not going to see you because I don't think you're high enough quality. And again, don't I say this all the time. Don't means test your patients. Every one of those patients, you're like, oh, they won't come. They can't afford it. Every one of them is off at Waitrose spending more on a bottle of wine and a steak. And certainly they're they're off around the corner to have a haircut at eight times the price that you just charge them for a single appointment. And so it's, yeah, pricing is a a big one. You have to be very careful. You can't just whack your price up. We we had someone whack their price up by about 60% of their bookings drop. But actually, the first thing I'd say to everybody, I don't know if you agree with me on this or not, Stop with the, well, you probably do this actually, Katie, but stop with the first and second appointments. Stop it. Why are you doing it? The only industry in the world that does first and second appointments, everyone gets confused. We see data. I can see people going, why is that one 45 and that one 65? I want the 45 one. Oh, this is rubbish. This is, it's stupid. One appointment. Where do you all make all of your money from? It's repeat customers. So why on earth are you making the first one expensive and the second one, the third one, the fourth one cheaper? Make it the other way around. Like, you know, I, I have no problem with a an entry, 30-minute assessment and quick treatment just to see how you're doing, see if we need to see it, and then charging 90. I, that's fine. But quite honestly, 
you know, I'm, I'm not working for an hour 30 quid. Stop that. And you're all more qualified than I am in general. We've studied harder and studied more. Um, I, you know, you want to, you want to be charging proper money and, uh, yeah, don't be scared about moving your pricing up. By the way, I always say, put it up. If it doesn't work, take it down. It's really easy. Yeah. And, but it's, a, it's about setting our profession, um, against what others are charging in other professions, which are much, much higher rates. Whatever has gone on in our industry, it's crazy because we are, we are cheap and we are low priced compared to other places that you can go and get problems solved in, whether it's dentistry or whether it's, you know, whatever it is. I tell you, I, I, and I think this is another topic for another day, but it's the NHS. I think it's fully the fact that people can go and get stuff free on the NHS. And what you have to do is you have to compete against, not just other clinics, you have to compete about the with the NHS. Now, right now, it's pretty easy, right? Yeah, you can get seen by me tomorrow, or you can go and see the NHS. You might be seen in three, four months. It's, it's generally pretty easy. Um, and quite honestly, if someone is willing to wait even four weeks to get their problem seen, they're not the right patient for you anyway. But people have just always thought, clinic owners have thought, well, the NHS is free. I, I can't. And the other thing is imposter syndrome. It's the NHS is free and I'm not good enough. So therefore my price has to be somewhere in the middle. Let's make it 40 quid. And it's absolute and absolute nonsense. Um, if you're, if you're my age, <laughs> yeah, if you're my age and you're earning 45 pounds an hour, um, you have a problem. Like it's that's you know at this age you want to be earning some proper money and also another topic don't ever charge on time time is not something you should charge on um, we'll stop there Katie because I know this is going to be a quick blast of me shouting about a few things um, maybe that can maybe that can be another one for another time I I think it needs to because we're both on our, our bandwagon about this but Michael thank you because I think it's really important for clinic owners to um. To hear it from you, somebody who is data-driven, metric-driven, you've seen what's going on in the industry, and we're just giving people the confidence to charge what they're worth. The demand is there. People's pain does not go away, even when we're in a war, even when we're in COVID, even when we've got all of this other shit that's going on in the world. Pain still exists. So thank you for sharing what you have today, Michael. Not at all. No, lovely being here again. Cheers, Katie. And make sure, everybody, that you please like and share and uh, comment because I do read them and it's really important to, uh, important for me to know that we are giving you the content that you guys want to hear. So thank you for listening and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to this show. Remember, content consumption does not make changes. So commit to doing something from today's episode. Maybe it's taking action on what we talked about. Or maybe it's reaching out to me and learning more about our transformational coaching programs. Or if you have not yet, join our free Treat Your Business Facebook group for free access to over 30 business masterclasses. All of that is over at thrive-businesscoaching.com or linked in the show notes. And the last favor I will ask, because social proof is endlessly important, is to leave a rating or review. I would love to know what you think of the show, how the show has been helpful for you. And I can't wait to chat with you. This is just the start of our conversation. Reach out so we can keep it going. Talk soon.